everybody. So this is real exciting. We are here to talk about the, uh, to have our second episode of our Hallmarkies podcast. This is our third time talking about Hallmark movies. And uh, we are here to talk about the Love Comes Softly series. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And Amber's here with me. Hi, everybody. Yes. And so we have to get our sort of pioneer Christian uh, frontier uh, spirit going to talk about these, uh, these movies. Yeah, I couldn't find my bonnet, but it's okay. The women in the show don't wear bonnets, even though they should. So right. we need some. I don't know if I'd go to this series for historical accuracy of frontier <laughs> life, but nevertheless, it's still <laughs> a lot of fun. So yes, so this series started in 2003, and uh, it had 11 total entries, I believe, of these main films. And then uh, there are three prequel films, or well, there's two prequels and a spinoff. We're not going to talk about those in this podcast. Uh, so we're just sticking with the core eight films. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> so, yes. So these are actually my, these were my introduction to Hallmark movies. I, I can't remember. There was just one day they were marath marathoning them. And... I I just really enjoyed them and I thought that they had a lot of heart and there's definitely like uh there's definitely it's very sentimental and it's it definitely lays on the faith-based film aspects it's definitely definitely a lot of cheesy aspects of these films and so I get why they're not going to be for everybody but I I just really enjoy them and uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know. When did you first, or what was your experience with these films? I feel like I, this was during a period of my life when I was watching every original movie, not just Hallmark, ABC Family, Lifetime, all of them. Right. With my best friend from high school, Emily. Um, and this movie was just like meant for us because we were like super into like, Christian stuff right then and it was like oh frontier and like uh and secret note my favorite genre of anything is when people get married and then fall in love it's like my favorite thing so like arranged like <laughs> mail order brides arranged marriages those kinds of things I'm like yes this is so interesting so this movie was just like made for me yeah. um, and so from then on I was hooked yeah. Yeah. And, and so they're based on these novels by uh, Jeanette uh, Oaks. Uh, and uh, you've read the novels, correct? Yes. Or Jeanette Oak, excuse me. Just Oak. Yeah, she's yeah. just Oak. And uh, so from what I've heard, they vary wildly from the novels. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, the first three are kind of close like yeah I see where they're coming from and then the last five I'm just like this is what? <laughs> like in, totally the last, in the last two the only thing that's from the books is in the books there is a character named Belinda <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's not even like in the books Belinda is just Marty and Clark's daughter yeah just a, a somewhat side character yeah i i heard that i heard that and i wonder if they just wanted to keep 
having new kind of romances sort of maybe is why they did that or or what I, know. I felt like there was plenty of romance for me but and yeah. I'm like captain romance but yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter interesting all right well let's talk about the first uh the first film I have it kind of we have uh, I have a little spreadsheet here where I've got uh the uh there's various actors who play the love interests, who play the various characters. They're kind of swapped in and out. But this first one, it starts out with, uh, with Catherine Heigl playing Marty. And she's the, the lead character in the first two movies. And I would say, or at least this first one for sure. But yeah. anyway, she plays Marty, who uh, the very, but the spoiler alert podcast, by the way, because uh, it's pretty hard to talk about this, <laughs> this series without spoilers. Um, and so she plays this woman who is coming over uh, the frontier, arrives at this plot of land with her husband. He has an accident and is, is killed, and it's very sad. Uh, yes. And uh, the uh, <laughs> um, and the that same the day of the funeral, uh, the um, Clark comes and uh, played by Del Midkiff, who's our other sort of lead character. He's the patriarch of this series, and he uh, he comes and he offers her a deal. He says like, "You can help my daughter." Uh, Missy, uh, played by Sky McColl in this, and mm-hmm. you can help her. You can be a mother to her, and then when things clear up, then you can go back. It, I'll pay for your passage back east. And so, but in order to do that, because uh, as you said, they always want to keep the uh, the hallmark chastity. Uh, <laughs> um, they have to be married in order to do that. Well, that's and, not just hallmark chastity. That's like legit. Yeah, what had frontier. To back in the day, that's not right. even like oh, there's that's like okay, absolutely true. That's true, and so they have to get married that day because the, the reverend is leaving, and so she has to make this decision: like, is she going to survive? Is she going to you know the day of her husband's funeral? She has to make the decision to get married to the stranger. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's really fun. I think Katherine Heigl does an excellent job of like portraying just like crazy bereft, but like also like shock. Um, It's really great. Yeah, I think it's, I wouldn't describe it as fun, but I I think it's very (laughs) emotional. And (laughs) it's teasing, but but yeah, no, I think it, she does do a good job. I, I think that, you know, she's somebody who's been in a, has been pretty bad actress in a lot of movies and stuff, but in here, I think she's good. Um, one change from the books that I do agree with is in the books, her husband's name is Clem oh dear. And for the show. They change it to Aaron and I think it's uh, an upgrade. Agreed. I like that much better. Yeah. And she's like an educated woman. She's not like, uh, she loves to read and, and she has all these books that she carried across the prairie and she's not like a, a very rugged person. And if anything, the little girl who I think is also pretty good, the little girl who plays Sky. I mean, who plays Missy, her name is Sky. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> she, she's definitely tougher and probably work harder than uh, Marty can. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and so, and that's part of the reason why, he wants a woman's touch you know in the 
in the house and everything. And, and so do you think that, uh, I know you're not that high on Dale Midkiff, but like, do you think that they have like some chemistry? I don't know. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm not like a big, huge fan of that. But, um, I do have to say that in the scene where he walks in on her when she's in the bathtub uh-huh. is hilarious. Yeah. That's really good. It basically sells me on the whole movie. Uh-huh. I can forgive anything for that bathtub scene. <laughs> I actually disagree with you on Dale McKiff. I actually think he's charming. I think he, he has that sort of, uh, to me, I think he has sort of sincerity to him that, you know, sort of, I think he wears that sort of patriarch, sincere sort of role well. And I thought they did have actually good chemistry. I always liked uh, when he kind of, you know, comes at the end, like when a man loses his wife, he goes after, that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's really good. He's, I just can't with him. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's because of love potion number nine, <laughs> everything he does. I'm just like, Ooh, I don't trust you. You're a bad guy. <laughs> no matter what, it will um, always be. I haven't I seen that movie in a long time. It's a formative movie for me, so. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um, yeah, I mean, and she also, find, we find out that she's pregnant. Uh, yes. During the course that she has a little, a little boy. And, um, and I love the, when she's trapped out in the storm or whatever, and then um, how concerned Missy is about the baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that part where she's like, is the baby going to be okay? And it's just really cute because it's kind of like the moment where Missy stops being like fully antagonist, antagonistic towards her. They've mm. been building towards it. But like when that moment happens and she's like, oh no, they're going to lose the baby. She, she gets, uh, I don't know, past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they, I think that they have pretty good chemistry, Catherine Heigl and this, this little girl. And, you know, really, you really do feel their relationship. And it's sad at the end when, like, she's going to leave. She gives him her, her, gives her her necklace. And uh, I don't know. It'll get, that gets me, I'll get some tears. Uh, it doesn't make me cry. It doesn't make this movie cry. does not make me cry. I'm a very easy cry, clearly. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it does it for me. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, and I don't know, just the whole sort of message of the sort of love comes softly in the West, you know, sort of a is is a is a good message and sort of a theme that we see repeated throughout the series yes it's a i love it it's a good one um i think it's great uh i do we want to give it uh crowns Crowns, i think so and i think this one is actually pretty well made uh, as far as oh it is the photography the production everything yeah the production is pretty good i big fan yeah so yes, let's um, give it- also I love that the score is basically like a play on Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Oh yeah. Um I really That's like that. Good. That's not something that really happens in the other ones. The other scores are more like ring ding 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 ding, more westerny and yeah. more fiddle. <laughs> and the first one is more like Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing with like a score, but um I really do love that part of, about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one actually, I, I, I um, if I'm just, I, I would give this, this one actually is number two in my ranking of the series. It's mm-hmm. my second favorite. Um, and if I uh, was just giving it 
scores based on this series, like not comparing to like movies in general. I mean, I, I think I would give this like, f- like four and a half out of five. If I was comparing to like movies in general, I'd give it like three. But, well, because uh, this is crowns. We're giving it crowns. Okay, crowns. So it's compared right. to Hallmark right. movies. So I'd give this one four and a half. I, 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 give, it strong. I give this one four crowns. Nice. So we're pretty close. Yes. Um, so, uh, but this, this would be on the higher side of your rankings then. Yeah, it is actually also my second favorite. Oh, cool. But I okay. don't think we agree on the first favorite. I probably not. <laughs> okay. So the next one is, uh, called Love's Enduring Promise. Yes. And this one we have swapped out. Uh, we have, we still have Catherine Heigl as Marty and we have, we have January Jones as Missy and we get a new love interest. Uh, well, we have two love interests. We have a rich suitors. You know, he's not going to be long for the uh, <laughs> Mackenzie Aston plays him. And then Logan Bartholomew is our real lead. And I love Logan Bartholomew yeah. so much. <laughs> Yeah. Just, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love Logan Bartholomew. He's super charming. He's very charismatic. I agree. He kind of has like a goofy smile, but that's like everything about him's perfect. So him having a weird smile is like, ah, he's human. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. in this and one, Clark January gets. Jones is. Oh yeah. January Jones is not good. Uh, no, I feel like she didn't want to be in this and she made sure that we knew that <laughs> even stuff she wants to be in she's not good in my opinion she's not she's not good i love mad men it's a great show but she's the weak link in mad men she is lovely sure she's pretty but even the x-men movie she was in she wasn't good uh, she's just not a good actress in my opinion so she's pretty um i'm not gonna disagree with you <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and the rich suitor the like train guy He's like a poor man's um, Eric Stoltz, and yeah, like right. I love me some Eric Stoltz, but I was like, "Come on, show nobody thinks she's gonna marry that guy." Yeah, especially when Willie's like doing all of this like free stuff for her family and everything yeah. like that. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Willie's gonna definitely uh, not end up with the girl after he literally saves her dad's life yeah. twice Christ. and also saves their farm single-handedly. Yeah. Because Clark has this accident where he like he like impales his axe like into his leg. Yeah, pretty gruesome stuff. It is gruesome. And Willie comes upon him serendipitously and uh, and saves him. And but he's very like. And this is also a theme throughout the show uh, that we forgot to talk about some of the religious. Oh yeah. In the first one. I mean, the thing that I love about the shows is that on the DVDs, each of them come with. A Bible study guide oh, yeah. that you can refer to when you watch them. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, so uh, they're they're all sort of involved, obviously overcoming grief, and yeah. also like forgiveness is a big theme of the show, and uh, that's what Willie is. He doesn't believe in God because he's very like bitter about his father. I think. Well, his um, like so his brother died, yeah. and then did his mom die also, or did she just leave? 
I can't remember. I'm getting all my whatever. And then his dad was like a jerk. And so he was like, screw this. I'm out of here. I don't care if I'm 12. Yeah. Like ran away from home. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and as I was watching it, I was like, oh, the kids, they're so overreactive. And then he goes and visits his dad. And I'm like, yeah, I understand why you left. Your dad's the worst. Right, right. Yeah. Props to the actor who plays his father. Good job. Yeah, he was a, he was a satisfactory jerk. Also, I hate Dale Midkiff's hair in this when it's just like a long. It is kind of long. No, I guess it kind of makes sense as he's in bed and everything, but no, it's long at the beginning, <laughs> and I don't think that Marty would allow that. Yeah, but. I agree. You have Missy as this teacher, and uh, so she's got these two love interests, and of course, Lily ends up kind of winning her over. Because how could he not? Right, of course. (laughs) So, would how many crowns would you give this one? I give this one uh, three stars. Yeah, because of January Jones. I mean, three crowns. Also, give it three. Um, And but this one actually is number seven on my ranking. So I. She's just a big. That's because of her. I just. Oh, think she's, I it's just, third. Third for you. Yes. Whoa. I know. Okay. Well, Rank something else higher. I'm not telling you which one, but I'm gonna do <laughs> also, it. Also, I the cover of this one, Catherine Heigl looks so sad. On the cover of this movie. She looks. Yeah. So- well, also her hair was stupid. Like yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have a lot of things that I hate, and it's mostly their hair. Hmm. Yeah, it looks very, very scraggly. I also say that Michael Landon Jr., this is like, screams him. He's like a big person who brought this like series to life. And yes. yeah, so like, and, and he's, he was sort of the, the Mark Burnett before you had Mark Burnett <laughs> uh, doing this kind of Christian programming. So yeah, and it's great. And I appreciate it. Thank you, Michael Landon Jr. Agreed. Okay, so then next you had Love's Long Journey, and Marty is not in this one, uh, and it's this one is a uh, Missy movie. Yes, it and, is. <laughs> and you have a switch up, thank goodness. You have Aaron Cottrell yes. in this, and of course, Logan Bartholomew, and this one doesn't really have a romance. It's about these two boys, Sonny and Jeff, these two uh, brothers they decide to go and they're going out west uh in this covered wagon and everything her and willie and they meet this these brothers and they become uh friends and then <clears throat> they you know there there's like this nervousness and then they uh let's see um and Missy is pregnant and she's like really nervous to tell Willie that she's pregnant because yeah. of things. And uh, so there's also this relationship with this uh, Native American woman uh-huh. who becomes friends with Missy. And uh, so uh, there's the scene where these outlaws come and they tie Missy to a fence and they're held at gunpoint and it's very, very tense. Yeah. And... <laughs> and so it turns out that one of uh the one of these thieves is sunny 
one of the brothers. Yeah. And he ends up getting shot and Missy has the baby. And so it's very, lots of drama going on here. Yeah. It's, but it's great. I love it. Um, I love all of the ranch hands that they end up hiring. I love you like, them you like all. Co- cookie? You oh, like cookie? Who? Cookie is literally the most adorable person ever. <laughs> I don't know if there's people out here, no one's listening to this, but if anyone's listening to this and hasn't seen this movie, watch it just for Cookie. He's the most precious person. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's a little bit, I don't know. You could, I don't, I don't. He's just so nice. I know, but and also it, freaking Finn, the guy from Norway or wherever, and he is so funny. And it just handsome. it just feels like a little bit of like the Song of the South, kind of like yeah. the black person like telling the stories and and like and like cooking for him and stuff. You're just like a little uncomfortable, but okay. Well, they need um, they need a cook yeah. as a ranch hand because yeah. they have to have someone who um, is in charge of the chuck wagon when they go on cattle drives. Right. I know a That's... lot about cattle drives. <laughs> okay, there you go. I have no- I know nothing. So, all right. Well, what do you think? Do you like Erin Cottrell better? Oh my gosh, I love her. If if they could have made Love's Enduring Promise with Erin Cottrell, that movie would have been five crowns. <laughs> but they didn't. They had January Jones. So yeah. It would have certainly been way better. That is for sure. But I, no, I love her. I think she really, like, does a great job with all of her scenes. I think she does a good job of showing, like, the faith and also, like, the strength that, like, in my mind, frontier women really had. Like, they were just, like, super tough, but also, like, super ladylike and also filled with great faith because you have to have that to make it through. I just love her. And I love how concerned she is over little Jeff. You know, it's just great. I love it. Yeah. I guess I like the ones a little bit better that, uh, that have romance in them. Not these middle point ones. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's like a a big long epilogue and you know how I feel about epilogues. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I know I'd share your, your, your deep inviting love of, uh, epilogues, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. And I like, you know, Sonny and Jeff and the, that brother's relationship is good. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know if I really buy them as he wouldn't tell, tell Willie about the pregnancy, but it works. Oh, I mean, she tells him eventually. <laughs> and it brought up this thing that I've been thinking about. The only three times that women ever throw up in movies is if they're pregnant they have cancer or they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. And uh, she uh, was pregnant, so. He should have known. He should have known. I mean, he's like, oh, we're in a movie and she's throwing up. I don't think she has cancer and she's definitely not drunk. Right. I'm going to be a father. <laughs> well, and we should say that the the, uh, the, the, the men I would be, if I was a man, I would be very nervous about marrying into this family of women the the first husbands don't, don't oh my gosh out. that's why i hate the other movies <laughs> basically like sure one husband getting killed in a tragic accident i believe <laughs> and another one no that's just too much and then it happens a third time i'm like forget you shows you're stupid i refuse <laughs> yeah so 
anyway, okay, this one, uh, I I don't know. I guess I like the romantic ones a little bit better. Um, so I actually am not as high on this as you. I had this at six. Uh, this is my number one. Wow. <laughs> with four and a half crowns. All right. My number one. Um, yeah, I would give this like three. And Love's Abiding Joy. Oh, it's just too sad. This one has no, very little joy. This one is very sad. Love's uh, Abiding, just sadness. Spoiler alert, this is my least favorite. This is number eight. Uh, it's actually my fourth. But that's because it's got a huge Way Whitman boost. Huge. Oh, yeah. Whitman yeah. is everything. Mae Whitman is everything to me. I love her. Yeah, she is great. She is great. And she managed to look exactly the same, no matter what. Yeah. How old. Like, it's amazing. I will never forgive Independence Day 2 for not having Mae Whitman. Uh, there's so many things I don't want to forgive about Independence Day 2, but <laughs> yes, that is one of them for sure. But that was probably the best thing for her career, is I not getting in that movie. But um, I imagine if she was in it, it would have been amazing. I don't know. Whitman, she's great. Uh, so basically in this one, it starts out, Clark's coming to visit and uh, they're, Missy and Willie and they have a new new baby uh, yeah. and named Kathy. And Kathy dies yep. in the very beginning. It's very sad. It's so sad so sad and missy is just like practically like catatonic about it like of course like anyone would be and it's just this one is just such a downer it's really tough it's just sad the whole time it's awful mm. i don't like it <laughs> the romeo and juliet storyline with may whitman is like fun and fine but also the whole time you're just like but kathy's dead and she's just a baby it's so sad yeah it's really sad and uh willie becomes a sheriff in this one yeah. and in order to bring in money and uh the uh, there's this evil land owner baron whatever uh named doros who uh, is the father of may whitman's character whose name is colette yep and uh she starts to uh, I guess have a relationship with Jeff from the previous uh, it's a different actor but from the previous from Jeff and Sonny yeah and <laughs> um, and so she basically like he's wanting to foreclose the the father is wanting to foreclose on these people's land because they've missed payments and uh, he's just very ruthless about it he's basically like a Scrooge type yeah. what it comes down to and uh they there sort of goes back and forth back and forth and also between jeff and um and colette like getting to know each other and everything yeah and so that is sort of a little bit of a breath but i don't know it's very grim but i do like it um just because i feel like it's well done um the scene at the very beginning where she's like okay cookie watch my sweet baby and he's like oh me and this cute baby and they're just so cute together <laughs> i almost die and then kathy does die and it's so sad i, I just think like how sad is cookie <laughs> yeah it's so, sad. it's so sad and so yeah i i like i said this one's my least favorite it's it's the one I kind of have to get through a little bit. Uh, 
And so I would give this one like two and a half crowns. Oh, see, we're not too far off. I just take the other ones more. <laughs> I gave it two and three quarter crowns. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. We really start to seriously deviate from the books. Yeah. And, you know, if it ain't broke, but whatever. Yeah. You know what they do? So, because in the books, Missy, uh, they did, and Kathy does not die. Kathy doesn't exist. Kathy doesn't exist. Um, so she doesn't die, of course. Other, and her other children don't die either. And she and Willie just have great lives. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So the next one is called Love's Unending Legacy. Mm-hmm. And this one, we get a new Marty named Samantha Smith. Yeah. And we still have Aaron Coltrell. And uh, we have a first appearance of Belinda as a little girl and uh, played by Holliston Coleman. Is her name? And we don't have Logan Bartholomew. Yes. Yes. And so it, they, they only showed in flashbacks. Willie has been, has, has died and, uh, and in, a, in an accident as a sheriff. And so Missy is devastated, of course. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and so she ends up uh, through various controversies, ends up, she moves back in, into the town with her parents. That's why they're in this movie. Yeah. And she ends up adopting these two, uh, this girl off of this orphan train. She doesn't realize that Belinda has a brother who is, is all is adopted by these horrible people who are treating him horribly and using him for basically like slave labor. Yeah. It's like he got put into the Anne with an E series. (laughs) He did. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough. And uh, so Belinda's like trying to help, help her brother and she doesn't trust. She's very, you know, very sad and a very kind of bitter little girl. She can't read uh, all that stuff. And there is a sheriff uh, yeah. and this is where we will definitely very much differ um but it's his name is played by uh victor brown it's named as sheriff zach and i actually like him i think i i'm not gonna say he's like i like logan worth on me too but i actually think he's kind of charming and handsome and uh, i love him he's fine but like uh let's be real you didn't have to kill off willie you could have just written him back and they moved back to their parents' town, and he was still Willie, and it would have been the same. I'm mad about it. But, but why would you? Oh, but then you wouldn't have any romance in this. Yeah, in, in you this. can have romance whenever, like romance after marriage, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, sure. I really like the message of this one about how when she says, when he says to her, when Clark says to her, like you, you have to. You always keep them in your heart, but you have to kind of let go of the life that you had with them and you have to say goodbye. And I think that's actually a really like touching moment and like kind of true to how grieving actually works. Like they're always a part, but you have to like function in life. You know, you have to like, you have to kind of, you do have to kind of say goodbye to that life that you were experiencing with that person because they're gone. And uh, I, I, I really, so I, I, this is probably, this is my favorite of the series, actually. It's my number one. Um, but I think it, partly it's because I think it rings the most true as far as the faith-based film aspect of it. I, I feel like I we already learned this lesson. In 
I don't know. I really, I, I really like. And then when she says, goodbye, and, then the, and then the one we just had, because baby Kathy died. Yeah, but but uh, you know, she she didn't have to say goodbye in the same way that she had to say goodbye to Willie. I thought that was really touching. I I really like it. So. Uh, I mean, agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I really like that scene, and I really like that moment when she's when she says goodbye to to him. And um, I uh, yeah, this one I just think works. I really like it. So it's fine. <laughs> I hate it. So this one I give uh, also give four and a half crowns too because it's my favorite. I give this one two and a half crowns. All right. Because of the stupid, I just it's it's more plot than like performances or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like okay, random weird orphans that don't mm-hmm. exist in the book, and just like how convenient there's orphans, and then like okay, yeah, yeah sure Willie's dead, and I'm sure she's just gonna marry the next sheriff. She's not even concerned that he's a sheriff. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, we uh, get a... We still have Samantha Smith as Marty. It's Love's Unfolding Dream. And we have Aaron Cottrell and Samantha Smith back. And we have a new Belinda, played by Scout Taylor Compton. Yes. And uh, we have a love interest, Drew Simpson, uh, and he's played by Patrick Lewis. And, okay. Yeah. I need to talk about Patrick because it's Levis, right? It doesn't matter. Levis. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, he was on a Disney Channel series called So Weird back in the day. Okay. Um, and I loved him and I will forever love him and I love him. Oh, Okay. So that's why this movie gets a little bit of a boost, I think. Oh. The I love him boost. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, basically, Belinda wants to become a doctor. She dreams of becoming a doctor. And so she uh, kind of works her way into becoming sort of this assistant for the town doctor. Uh, and there is this uh, rich woman who she helps to recover from a stroke. Yes. And so there's sort of that going on at the same time. Uh, there's also this woman that Missy is trying to teach how to read, whose husband is being a royal jerk. And uh, there's also uh, this, uh, this lawyer comes in named Drew, this lawyer Drew, and uh, he's there to like help fix up his father's house and get it ready to sell and uh, they they spar at first because he he has very traditional ideas of what women should do he doesn't think that they should be doctors and so they they have this this yeah it's like i'm just a girl who can't say no (laughs) he's like you know the guy part of that anyway it's a i love it I, i think they're cute i like their little relationship i like it's funny when he is like in the doctors and he's like, Oh, don't look at my bottom. And like, it's just funny. I like, I really enjoy it. It's very cute and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. This one's fun. I, I, I don't think they have super great chemistry together uh, for me, but that was my, my only real like flaw with this one. This one's a nice one. And... I love it. I really do. So, uh, ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> so this one I actually have in my ranking at number five. 
I, okay, so technically I had had it at number six, but upon reflection, I was like, you're right. It is good. So I actually have <laughs> number three. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd give it like three and a half crowns. I gave it three and a half crowns. Perfect. Okay. That good. is that is uh, matching right there. That means <laughs> that is its true number. And we have Love Takes Wing. <laughs> I actually like, I don't mind these ones, but, but Love Takes Wing, this, you do see Missy there in some letters, Aaron Cottrell, and, but it's Belinda, it's played by Sarah Jones. And I don't know if like her IMDb is messed up because the pictures look totally different uh, of her on the IMDb. Um, well, I just don't understand. So she's wearing a wig, right? So why did they not give her a brown wig? Yeah, it's very weird because she has brown hair in the previous one. Why is she a blonde? She has brown hair in the two previous ones. She's wearing yeah, a wig. Right. So why is she? I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't get it either. That's very strange. But it's Sarah Jones and uh, the, basically, uh, Patrick has died from this horrible Which is illness. Ridiculous. <laughs> but now she has gotten her, uh, her doctor certification, whatever, graduation. And uh, she has friends, another doctor, played by uh, Haley Duff. And uh, Haley, uh, or this doctor, Annie, um, yeah. <laughs> stays with her for like the first three weeks or whatever before she goes off to her own thing. And Lou Diamond Phillips plays the mayor, and he's, he's kind of a thorn in every... Or no, he's Patrick, the mayor. He's the, he's the bad guy. Uh, Patrick Duffy plays the mayor, sorry. Yes. Patrick Duffy plays the mayor. Anyway, <laughs> there's, this, uh, there's this orphanage in town that everybody is very sick. Oh, hashtag orphans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> orphans. And there's this little girl named Lillian who's in the orphanage. And Cloris Leachman plays the head of the orphanage. Actually, like, I thought she was really good in this. Yeah, Cloris Leachman does a good job. Yeah. And anyway, the, the amount of hatred that, like, there's certain things that I just feel like in life you're not allowed to hate. You're not allowed to hate, like, at least vocally out loud, say that you hate puppies. You're not allowed like vocalize that you're, you're not allowed like, to be the guy who's like screw these orphans get them yeah. out of here and like like all their crimes they got sin disease yeah like and i'm like they're children dude they're orphans too i just like, can't i can't with this movie <laughs> The, the the amount of hatred that Lou Diamond Phillips has for these these orphans is I'm like, really hey, Lou Diamond I'm, Phillips. The people in Anna with an E are uh, welcoming you to their version of Avonlea. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty over the top. I'll give you that. Uh, but I like I actually like her this sort of the side of her trying to like figure out how does how solve this puzzle of this illness i can't like, with this movie you know I mean, like, like she literally discovers the vaccine for cholera or whatever <laughs> i'm just like no, no she didn't she just she just gets like an iv and then she figures out that the town water well is being is bad whatever it's ridiculous it makes i'm just like Shh, stop it stop uh, it show with all of your <laughs> I actually like that. I think it, uh, that's actually compelling to me. 
and I, I like uh, little Lillian. I think she's cute. And uh, yeah, she's cute. It's fine. She's cute. <laughs> because obviously there's there's also mirroring to Belinda being an orphan taken in. You know, here she meets this orphan Lillian. And there's also uh, this guy, Lee Owens, played by Jordan Bridges, that is a uh, blacksmith. And I actually like him as a leading man. I think he's good. I, think I really that- like him in the Hallmark movie he's in. It's a, is it called The Holiday Engagement? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love him in that. But I don't, I don't approve of him in this movie because I don't, like I don't believe that uh, Drew is dead and they're having a secret affair and I hate it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So is this your least favorite? It is. Interesting. Okay. So this is my third favorite, actually. I wow. like it. I think that... that that uh yeah aside from Lou Di- Diamond Phillips being over the top I think it's the the downside to it but I think it's good one crown whoa just yeah because I didn't feel like zero was nice <laughs> fair enough I'm gonna give it three and a half I I like it so okay then the last one that we're gonna talk about is love finds a home and this is the same cast, basically, except for you have Lillian is now played by Courtney Halverson. And you have Michael Trevino playing Joshua, who is like the apprentice to Lee mm-hmm. uh, at the blacksmith shop. He's pretty, pretty cute, I think. Uh, and uh, he obviously uh, sees Lillian and kind of catches. Uh, they, they have this little romance that's super cute. And you get Haley Duff coming uh, when she's very pregnant, which I can't imagine that, that anyone in this era would really do, but she does because her husband is going off to work on something. So she comes to, I guess maybe if you knew you were coming to a doctor, maybe that would make more sense. But, but anyway, she goes and Hattie Duke plays her mother-in-law who is a midwife. And so you have this sort of battle between the doctor of Belinda and and the midwife of Patty Duke, uh, Mary yeah. is her name, and also you have you have Annie having a baby at the same time that Belinda and Lee can't get pregnant. So and of course the midwife has all kinds of folksy wisdom to try to get them to have a baby. So anyway, so that's sort of basically the plot of this one. And so you like this one a little better, I guess. A little bit, but. Not much. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I do like Patty Duke. I won't That's deny it. Whatever. I like Michael Trevino, but I'm like, nah, it's fine. No. I just, I don't know. By this point, when in my rewatch, I was like, this show is garbage. So I was already in a bad mood, but I was like, yeah. at least it wasn't the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I, I think this one's pretty good uh, for being one that doesn't really have, uh, I like tend to like the ones where there's a new romance. I guess yeah. there's technically Lillian and uh, Joshua. But anyway, I actually have this one at number four for me. Yeah, this is uh, second to last. Number seven. Number seven. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I would give this one also three and a half. I gave it two crowns. So... Um, okay, so my ranking, I'll just go over my ranking real quick. My, my number one favorite is Love Unending, Love's Unending Legacy. Number two is Love Comes Softly. 
Then love takes wing. Then love finds home. Unfolding dream. Mm-hmm. For some reason on letterbox it has it in german um love's long journey is number six love's unfolding love's long and enduring promise seven love's abiding joy number eight so yeah that's what i have so yeah uh, so I don't know. I, I, I really, it, this is definitely a sentimental series. It's definitely really cheesy. It's not for everyone, uh, but I really like it. I think it's good. And I, mean, uh, so. I like, I will watch them all. If they're on TV, I'd watch all of them. Yeah. Even love takes wing. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's not necessarily my favorite Hallmark things. The sure. first, the first few I was like, this is everything. And then later on, I was like, yeah, but yeah. I do like the prequels too, because, um, I think they're pretty fun, mm. but they, uh, they're too sad because I know that she's going to die the whole time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I have both of those and they're good. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it is true. It's kind of sad, but yeah, um, they're all doomed to have their spouses die. Yeah. Like yeah, legitimately. Like, yeah everybody's spouse dies it's the black widow brigade really well, not even just that clark's wife died yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah and i was just like movie 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 and then i got to the end and i was like i hate them i hate these people i hate that they all die out of nowhere <laughs> yeah it is kind of a i was even feeling a little bit that way binge watching so i understand so uh just talking uh, coming moving forward on the podcast yeah so we have we've been planning we're really excited uh so next up we are going to uh be talking about the uh the um when calls the heart yeah so next up one and two (laughs) yes so on the 24th i was just looking for the day in the calendar 24th we are going to be talking about When Calls the Heart seasons one and two. And then, so we'll catch up on that see that series. Uh, and then we'll catch up on Chesapeake Shores. And then we'll be getting, we'll do our fall harvest recap. So we have, we have some things planned. If you have other series or ideas that you'd like us to cover, just let us know in the comment section and let us know what you think of this series and how you would rank them. Uh, if you're uh, if you're watching put in the comment section and make sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes if you're if you have itunes that would be great very helpful and uh so uh yeah so that should be fun yeah so uh look forward to it we're gonna try as much as possible to release something every sunday yeah so it should be it should be a lot of fun and uh, we're looking forward to the upcoming uh, christmas season of course and so where can people find you um so people can find me um i'm at amber brainwaves on twitter um and that's basically it um i've been trying to be a little bit more active on twitter um but you know i'll send out notifications about the show stuff like that and uh as the new Hallmark movies start, I'm going to try to uh, live tweet them as well. Okay, great. And I, I did want to just mention it since I brought it up in the last podcast. 
I saw the movie Home Again, which I was, uh, my big, my big uh, test was, is this better than a Hallmark original movie? And sadly, no, it was not. It, it wasn't actually a romance. It was not a romantic comedy. It was, it was very disappointing uh, for me. It, it just, I don't recommend it. I didn't really like it. So okay. it was a bummer. So good thing we have Hallmark. Heck yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Well, great. We will, uh, we will be looking forward to watching uh, When Calls the Heart and uh, talk about that next. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.